welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Hello, and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys even remember back in the day, I said back in the day, it's been months uh, that I had intros and all that stuff that, that played when I was at the radio show, so um, a radio station. So now, guess what? I have... Up my game a little bit. I have up my game where um, I have music playing. I have a keyboard right here. It's called the Roadcaster. I'm just kind of, you know, just uh, figuring things out. Um, but um, I think that worked out okay. What do you think? So um, let me just, as you know, I mean, you know, you have to do everything around here. Uh, I'm the only one, right? So I have to do it all, right? So, um Hello from Ocean Ridge, Florida, Lonnie Wolf. Hello, Lonnie Wolf. I appreciate you joining on air with Russell of Hotels. Uh, we're live on, let me see, let me just make sure I have my information here. Live on Instagram Live or Instagram TV as well as well as um, LinkedIn as well. So that's where Lonnie is, is joining us from. Um, we're live hospitality talk show. And it's a podcast, so that's the thing. So... I'm doing the the video, right? But then it's also on my podcast. So I don't have to waste time with editing and then uploading and all that kind of stuff. It's actually going to do it all at one time. Well, after this is done, I don't have to edit the podcast. I just actually just load it up. And that's going to be on um, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Overcast, and Apple Podcast. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. So hopefully you guys are hearing me okay. I have a... A new headset, I have a new microphone, and I have the Rode, it's called the Rodecaster Pro, which is basically uh, for people that are, I guess, serious about doing podcasts. And I say, you know what, something has to change, I have to up my game, uh, I don't compete with other people, I compete with myself to kind of, you know, make sure I'm bringing the best quality um, podcast or show that I can. So I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think this is going to help me elevate my game. Dif- just a different vibe, right? Just a totally different vibe. <clears throat> excuse me. And I'm recording it. It's all good. Thank you so much, Lon. See, that's what I'm talking about. I encourage people to come on and to talk and to ask questions and to make comments. So that's what it's all about. So once again, today is uh, Tuesday, August 10th. I don't know why I'm getting a little <clears throat> a little choked up, right? I don't know, Lonnie. I don't know what that what, what that's all about, but it is. But as uh, today is Tuesday, August tenth. It's Taco Tuesday somewhere, right? Um, it's show number one hundred nineteen. Almost at another milestone, one hundred twenty. 
what am I going to do for 120? Nothing. I'm just going to have the show just like I'm having it today. So <laughs> uh, I'm a market disruptor of the status quo. I'm back from Costa Rica. You guys know last week I did uh, the show from Costa Rica, from um, Playa del Coco, which is uh, right outside of Liberia. If you guys know, that's one of the main airports going into um, Costa Rica. So Liberia, Costa, uh, and then there's San Jose. Um, but yeah, we were near Liberia. I think I want to say it's about it's probably about thirty minutes from the airport. Um, that's where Playa de Coco is. Have me on the show, okay? Well, you know, we'll talk about that. I'm gonna give you information. You can send me your information, Lonnie, um, and then I can you know discuss who you are, what's, what's going on, what we're gonna talk about, and uh, well, no, discuss who you are first, and then I won't tell you who I won't tell you the questions that I ask. Hey, Miss Michelle Carlin, thank you so much um, for joining us. Now, Miss Michelle Carlin has been on my show multiple times, and she's actually my go-to expert when it comes to a lot of tourism things, uh, uh, specifically DMOs and and uh, business coaching, business consulting. So, if you're interested, you need to reach out to Miss Michelle Carlin, and you know. It's been a while, so you have to type in the company name again, <laughs> Michelle. I don't know why I always draw a blank, but anyway. Uh, but, yeah, back from Costa Rica. <laughs> uh, it's advi- uh, alignment advising. I'm just joking, Michelle. Alignmentadvising.com. She get, get your business in alignment. So alignmentadvising.com, Miss Michelle Carlin. So I was just joking. But. Just to give you quick information about Costa Rica because I always have to, you know, you know, I'm a, I always mention a brand, a brand advocate. You know, I don't get paid to do this. I'm an advocate, meaning I, I love this destination just like I love flying Southwest Airlines, right? So I'll do those things for free. I mean, that's what we need to find as hotel people. We need to find more brand advocates that will talk about, you know, your brand without you being paid, you know. So there you go. 11, just a quick little paragraph about Costa Rica. 11 eco-friendly destinations. Uh, 25% of its territory is made up of national parks and biodiverse reserves. It uses 95% renewable energy and is working to become the world's first ever carbon neutral company or country, excuse me. 12 main ecosystems, 5% of the world's biodiversity, an inviting culture and a great selection of Eco lodges, uh, definitely a destination to visit. So if you ever uh, have an opportunity to go to Costa Rica, I would say, yeah, go ahead and do it. There are some things that you have to to do. Um, You got to get a a negative COVID test coming back. You don't need one to go there. But what you do need is $50,000 in insurance, travel insurance, just in case. Say you get over there and um, you did get COVID or you brought COVID over there and you can't get back. Well, of course, their government doesn't want to pay for everyone to come over there to be quarantined. So they want to make sure you have enough insurance um, to, you know, to, for the 14 days that you would have to be quarantined. So that is one thing that is required before you even get there. They won't even let you out of the airport unless you confirm through customs that you have that insurance. So um, so just check your and that goes for any destination that you're going to. Make sure you check the requirements or the protocol and see exactly what is needed for you to get there and for you to get out. Okay, because you want to get go somewhere and then get stranded. Um, 
and support the local destination, uh, the local economy. That's one thing that I always do, or that's what we do, is uh, support the local economy. In fact, um, you know, I just have to show this. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Costa Rica or know about Lozano salsa, but that's like, and like I can say it, I'm not, I'm a brand advocate of it because I, I eat this stuff on every single thing. It's not spicy. It's just a different taste, right? They call it salsa, but not salsa in the sense of it's tomato based or it's, it's hot. It's a lot of pepper and it's not like that at all, but it just adds a little flavor to whatever your vegetables, you know, I'm non-meat eats, right? So I'm all about vegetables, rice, and things like that. So it just adds a little more flavor to it. So it's called Lozano. So I'm not sure. I'm sure they sell in stores somewhere around here, but I got mine from Costa Rica. So anyway, uh, thank you. And I may be repeating some stuff from last week. I'm not sure, but that's okay. Thank you again to Miss Davon Reeves for the information you give out on hotel ownership. Do appreciate that. Um, Industry news, just real quick. Not a lot, but um, 2021 uh, Hospitality Power Index, most influential hospitality leaders. Um, I'm one of those people, like 50 50 in the U.S., and I happen to be one of those 50, right? One of those 50 most influential hospitality leaders, so I do appreciate that. Every time I go on the show, I get an opportunity to say that. I'm going to say it. Welcome back, Russell. Thank you so much. Who is that? It just says LinkedIn user. Who is that LinkedIn user? So I can give you a shout out, please. Uh, who's hiring? Let me see. I was looking at that. It was kind of scarce. I'm trying to think. Uh, and I'll, like I said, I only mentioned the ones as that were in the last week. So a dual director of sales at the Courtyard and Town Place Suites in Hawthorne. So that's right off the 405 freeway. I know exactly where that is. That was four days ago. So they're looking for a dual director of sales at the dude, thank you so much, Lonnie. Um, a dual director of sales at the Courtyard and Town Place Suites. Uh, they say LAX slash Hawthorne, which is right off the 405 freeway. So it's not too far from LAX, but it's off of the 405 freeway. So, yeah, so that's four days ago. This is on Indeed. That's one. And I, only, I like I said, I only go a week out. Let me see who else is looking for something. Eight days, eight days, 20 days, 30 days. Nope, I guess that is it. No, today, what is this? Um, no, I don't know what that is. Um, business director, that's not a hotel. Okay, so we don't have to worry about that. That's over. Um, okay, what else, what else? Oh, is your hotel open? We talk about this every week. Is your hotel open? What are you doing because it's open? Are we promoting it now? Are we starting to do things social media wise? Are we having parties and you want to come on on air with Russell of hotels and say, hey, um, we're having a uh, a big party for our clients or new clients or people just to let people know that we're open. You're more than welcome to come on and, and talk about those things. So just give me an email. If anyone that's interested in coming on the show or at least having a conversation about it, um, Russell at RussellofHotels.com is the best way to get a hold of me. That is my um, email, or you can go to my website. It's RussellofHotels.com. The power of content. Use social media consistently to get your message out. Whatever your product or service is, stay relevant, and and it should be a huge part of your marketing strategy. Non-meat eats. Now, every week, and these are for people that don't know that I'm a plant-based eater, 
right? Don't eat meat. Don't don't eat fish. Don't eat dairy. Uh, any of that stuff, right? So eggs, any of that stuff. So um, I always devote one section to non-meat eats. So only thing I can say is, um, what is it called? Gallo pinto. Gallo pinto is um, black beans with rice. Okay, gallo pinto. I think it translates into. Um, the spotted rooster or something like that. So where they came from, I have no idea where the name came from, but that's what it is. It's, it's a main dish in Costa Rica. Of course, like I said, I don't eat meat, but rice and beans are, you know, that's in my wheelhouse, right? So rice, beans, vegetables, uh, plantains. Oh my God. That was a, this is Jim. What? Not sure why you can't see me. No, I can't see your name, Jim. So it's been a while. Uh, you know, hope all is well. Been, things have been well. But yeah, it comes across as LinkedIn user. It doesn't say who you are. doesn't give a picture. doesn't do any of that stuff. So, uh, but thank you so much. Yes, welcome back. And welcome back. I didn't even know. I had not heard from you in a while. And um, so thank you for for joining in again uh, and and supporting the on air with Russell of Hotels live hospitality talk show. We got to get you back on the show, Jim, so we can you know talk about some things. So, but those are my non meat eats. Um, other than that, um, bad. I went to this one place, but this is not a Costa Rican dish. But I'm just happy that you know some of the restaurants they do have things that um, that I can eat, like um, cauliflower wings. You know, they look like um, chicken wings or buffalo wings, but they're cauliflower, right? So I ate a bunch of those, that's for sure. And like I said, the gallo pinto was the 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 most. That's probably the the um, the thing I ate the most. That plantains, which is a kind of in the banana family, but it's you know sautéed or fried or whatever. And uh, vegetables. That's basically what I ate, and that's that's what I eat here, right? So, and I think one place did have a. Um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, I can't even think of the name. Beyond Burger, something like that. I think somebody had that, but you always have to put the lasagna on it. Okay, so that makes it Costa Rican. So once you put the sauce on, it doesn't matter what it is. That makes it a Costa Rican dish. <laughs> and then you know you drink the rum and then the beer, which is called Imperial Imperial. You know you drink that, and it, then we're all good, right? So hotels. Are we being consistent with our content or messaging? Keep us up to date. What does that mean? That means are we sending out messages for our protocols? Are we communicating what our services are? If we're open, you know, um, so we got to make sure, you know, although a lot of hotels have been open for a while, they're back operating. But guess what? Mr. Joe Consumer doesn't know that. Mr. Joe Consumer is still in the dark on a lot of things. As far as protocol, California has gone back to wearing a mask inside. You know, maybe we didn't know that. Maybe people didn't know that. So make sure that you're you know, putting that message out. If that's on your website, if that's via social media, whatever that is, whatever it takes, you want to make sure you're consistent. So just make sure those things are consistent. I can't say that enough, although I say it every week, but I'm going to continue to say it because I think it's important that, um, you know, we make sure that, you know, people do know. What is required, just like I said, what's what's required to fly to, to Costa Rica? Um, you have to have $50,000 in, uh, in um, travel insurance to get there, right? Because they don't want any COVID. They don't want you bringing COVID. They don't want you getting sick there and them having to pay for it. So they want to make sure you have that 
and they will confirm that and verify that along with your passport when you get off the plane in customs, right? And they won't let you out of the airport until it happens. So <clears throat> we'll just make sure we know what the protocol is. Contact information. I mentioned this earlier, and this is for Lonnie. Um, Russell at RussellofHotels.com is my email address. I'm on Twitter. I'm on IG. I'm on LinkedIn, of course. And I'm on YouTube. So I have YouTube channel. I'm on Clubhouse every now and then. Guess what? You know what? I'm not on Clubhouse as much as I used to be. Um, and that, maybe because all the droid people got on there. <laughs> you know, it was it was so cool when the, you know, it was just, you know, the iPhone users that were on there. But now that there's droid users, there's so many people, so many more clubs. There's a lot of people that are that are on there now. And I just and I've been traveling I, and I got busy and I'm traveling again this week, too. So, um, so yeah, so it just, I just got caught up. I got caught up doing other things. That's the reason why, not because of anything else. I was just joking and being funny about that. Sponsorship or promotional opportunities, of course. Uh, Just email me, you know, what you're thinking about, or you can go to my website and it explains everything that's included in a sponsor opportunity. That's russellofhotels.com. And what is the Russell of Hotels group? Well, Social media, branding via social media, uh, meeting planning, or I call it um, uh, not meeting planning. What do I call it? I call it hotel site selection. So I assist companies and organizations with finding um, the site for their next meeting or convention or something like that. So, you know, I do a myriad of things, but the majority, and of course, I'm a talk show host. I bring people on, um, hospitality professionals to come on and talk about you know, talk about whatever they want to talk about. Talk about um, their careers, how they got to where they are, where they're working now, um, and promote not just them, but their brand, right? If they happen to be the brand, like I happen to be the brand, that's great as well. But if you're with a hotel that needs to, you know, get a boost, I mean, feel free to come on and we can give you a boost. Um, because a lot of people listen to the show, believe it or not. A lot of downloads, Um not just for the podcast, but when when this is done, it goes on to LinkedIn. It goes on to YouTube, and um, and I share it with all the other social media platforms that I'm on as well. So always keep that in mind. Uh, how is your professional brand, your professional or personal brand, staying relevant? I'll always talk about that. How are you staying relevant? Who is this? Welcome back. Thank you so much. And who is that? Uh, keep in mind that some. Some of your names don't come across. I just know that that is a LinkedIn user. So please give me your name so I can give you a quick shout out. Just like Jim Schichter, he didn't know that his name didn't come across. It just says LinkedIn user. So please let me know who you are and I can give you a shout out. Um, How is your professional brand or personal brand staying relevant? That's very important. Okay, what are you doing to, to keep it relevant? Knowing what you know now, am I ready? Wait a minute. I'm just kind of bouncing around here. Hold on one second. No, 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 no. I don't want to get to that part yet. Hold on one second. I'm already I'm already at the end of the show. <laughs> what I wanted to talk about was um I was in link I don't know if you guys remember this, but I was in LinkedIn jail. I mean not LinkedIn jail, but uh Instagram jail. I'm not sure if you guys know that um the reason why now the reason why I'm back on StreamYard, um, StreamYard is a platform that 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 lets you broadcast to multiple 
platform. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing StreamYard, but I'm broadcasting to LinkedIn as well as to YouTube, right? So excuse me while I take a drink of water. Thank you so much. I'm a little parched, a little talking a little much. <clears throat> but um, but for the last, up until uh, today and last week when I was in Costa Rica, I was doing uh, lives on Instagram, right? I was doing LinkedIn, uh, Instagram lives. My show was on, I was doing lives and then plus the show was on Instagram TV as well. So, but what happened was, um, they said I did something, some kind of copyright infringement. I'm like, well, I, I, I don't, they didn't give me an example of what the copyright infringement was or what I did. Uh, they didn't let me know. They just basically said, hey, you're put in jail. You can't um, do anything. I mean, I can still go on to Instagram. I can look at people's videos and things like that. But one thing I could not do was um, I couldn't like anybody's um picture, photo, reels, anything like that. And I could not um, make comments. Okay. I could do a live video, but it could, it would, I could not record. It would not be recorded where I can download it and use it. You know, like I normally use it on, you know, other platforms. I couldn't do that at all. So um, I tried to basically uh, fight it, right? Because they, they did it for like a week, but you know, a week can be a long time, especially if you use, that platform a lot, which I do. So which it, what, what did it teach me? It taught me not, and I mentioned this last week, but I'm mentioning it again for people that didn't listen last week. Um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. So if you're heavy on social media, which I am, and you guys know that, so I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, okay? Um, I, mean, I even do a little TikTok every now and then, uh, just to just to see what I'll get, just to see if, you know, any response, stuff like that. But I'm not heavily on TikTok, but I have posted things to TikTok probably at least 10, 10 times. But the thing of it is, don't put everything on one platform, kind of spread things out, because what happens if you get into trouble? Like, obviously, I did. The Instagram police came and got me and said, hey, you know, they slapped my hand and say, hey, you're suspended for a week. Now, what did I do? I didn't, I, I sulked for like 10 minutes. I said, well, I still have to put content out, right? Because your content is, in, is important, right? So if it's not going to the Instagram people, I had to share that content with YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, or whatever. You know, and every content is not uh, suitable for every platform. But I just, you know, you just want to make sure that the content that you're sending is is consistent with that particular platform. Okay, so every, I don't post everything to LinkedIn I don't want LinkedIn to be a Facebook, which it should not be. And we should not be posting more personal things. So everything business related, um, those are things that I will post to LinkedIn. Anything that's hotel related or tourism related, travel related, that those are things that are going on to, to LinkedIn. But the other stuff, you know, I put on uh, Twitter or, or, or YouTube or whatever. So just make sure you do not get so caught up on one platform that you lose your mind, and then when they take it away from you, um, you're like, well, now what do I do? Well, you know, I, I found that out the hard way, but it won't happen again because guess what? Um, I, I love Instagram, but um, I'm not going to be putting a lot more stuff on there just because of that. Because like I said, I don't even know what I did the first time, and I got banned. So I'll just be careful about what I put on there 
any music I I mean every any music that I put on there is music that I get from them, right? So it tells you who the artist is and all these things. But maybe it it had to do with background music because one thing with me and for years, you know, you go to a lot of events, right? And some of these events may have background music playing and you're not even really conscious of it. And maybe that was a situation uh, because that's the only thing I can think of that it was a background music situation and I didn't give a little disclaimer. You know, I do not own the rights to this music because like, if it's background music, it's background music. I'm not really listening. I don't even know what the lyrics were or, or have been. But, you know, sometimes it's just best just to put that little disclaimer. I do not own the rights to this music. Boom. And I guess that will keep you out of Instagram jail. OK, so moving forward, that's what I will do. I will be conscious of the background or any background music that is being played. OK, so that's all you can do. Right. I mean, that's all I'm that's all I'm going to do. So so that's it. So so if you guys learn anything at, the, at all, make sure, first of all, you use their music because I do a lot of reels on Instagram. Right. I, you can do Instagram. You can do um, YouTube shorts. They have music as well. And then um, who's the other one? Twitter has music. OK, so if you want to not that. And, and people may ask, well, what, does music enhance your, and I ask this question to, to experts all the time, does music enhance your video? Like how many people watch, how many people view it? Not necessarily, but if people like the music, they may start, they may be inclined to, okay, Russell put out another reel. He always has cool music. Let me just listen to it and watch it or whatever. So I try to, you know, I try to be as cool and hip as I can, right? Uh, and I try to make sure the music fits the video, right? Or sometimes I'll just do it just to see if people even respond to it. Uh, but it's all about the video. It's not necessarily about the music. Music is cool. You know, people like it. But it's the content of the video or the message that you're putting out that people really want to see or they want to see and hear. It's not necessarily the music, okay? But music does enhance it, okay, just in case. Because I know someone out there was was wondering about that but it's the power of content so sometimes we always think you know is my content you know getting out there to people is my content boring the most boring content is that when you don't do the content at all okay so put things out um you know sometimes we put things out and we we're you know we're vulnerable or we put ourselves out there uh, we don't know how people are going to react to it, but and I'm just going to say what I said to this uh, someone a couple of days ago that um, she had posted some things and she was real kind of emotional about what she was posting. And and I, I thought it was great. Right. I mean, if you know, to put yourself out there like that. And she said, I wasn't sure that I was going to put that out there. And I said, hey, follow your heart. So whatever it is, if it's a sensitive nature um, follow your heart. I mean, it was nothing bad. It was nothing derogatory. It was, it was just showing her passion for some, some, for something. And I said, you know what, follow your heart and, and make it happen. Um, I mean, cause your heart, your heart is rarely wrong. So follow it and, 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 and do that. But it was great content. She puts out great content and that was not an, an exception. It was just great. It was, um, uh, but like I said, sometimes people, like they're worried about what other people are going to think. You know, if I thought about that, you know, I wouldn't be doing this podcast or this radio show or anything like that. If I if I worried about what everyone thought of me 
or um, what I said or how I said it or, you know, I stumble over words. Okay, that's me. All right. I'm going to stumble over words. Okay, I'm going to get some things wrong. It's okay, but it's not going to stop me from coming on a a show and talking about things that I love. And that's hospitality and hotels and traveling and tourism. And, And I think it's important that. You know, we have gotten we kind of got to that hump and maybe going over. And then, you know, this 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 variant thing has has popped up, but we still continue to go. Right. I I was talking to a well, I wasn't speaking to him. It was more of an an email conversation where um, he has sent me a a friend of mine has sent me a um, an email about, you know, meetings People were you know, taking a step back, having meetings because, yes, yes, Lonnie, you are your own superpower. That's right. That's right. You can control so much stuff. You, you, you don't know the power that you have in content creating because all you have to do is reach one person. Right. I mean, if I have 10 people watching this thing, I'm just trying to reach that one person. Maybe I'm saying something that resonates with them. Okay. And that's what it's all about. Right. So never think that your content is not being read or not being heard. It is. And you may never even know, but I just think it's important because everyone, they wouldn't have all these platforms if they didn't want individual people to do content creating or talk about whatever you talk about. Right. Because someone needs to know that. So there you go. Someone needed to know about, being an Instagram jail, that it does happen. It does exist that people do get uh, suspended for whatever reason. Uh, and ex- and Instagram does not ex- explain exactly why you got put in jail, why you got suspended, but they did let me out. So I'm happy and grateful that they did that. Uh, and like I said, maybe it's, it's a learning thing. And just for me to make sure that anything that I post, if it's background music, I need to make sure that I say I do not own the rights to this song or that song or or whatever it is. So just be mindful of that. Um, what else was I talking about? I just kind of lost my train of thought. But but um, let's see. I think that's yeah. Your content it was not boring. Just do it. Um, uh, marketing, I just, you know, I'm, I'm getting close to the end already. I'm kind of rambling through this stuff. This is my first time with the, the Roadcaster. Did I tell you guys I'm going to have the Roadcaster? Check this out. Listen to this. This is crazy, right? You can do that with the Roadcaster. So I can program my own um, music and jingles or whatever into this and I can play them during the show or whatever at appropriate times, of course. So of course I just want to give myself a round of applause. So there you go. But marketing is never about you. It begins with your audience and what they want. Once you know what your audience wants, connect them with your product or service in a way they want to receive it. That's simple, right? Um, Hotel brand advocate. I always talk about this. Hotels need more brand advocates, right? Someone that will do things. They'll post. They'll send emails out. They'll recommend your brand to a friend just because they love your brand or they love staying at your hotel for whatever reason or they love eating at your restaurant. Those are brand advocates. 
Okay, Jim Cramer of hotels. Who's Jim Cramer of hotels? Um, but yeah, so that's what a, a brand advocate is. I mention this every week because I think hotels need to do this. I mean, we have we get all these, and I mention this a lot. We get all this information uh, about our frequent stay guests, right? Or maybe not even frequent stay guests. I mean, we get information about. People that are coming here that use Priceline or Expedia. But what do we do with the information? Uh, are we trying to get those people to our hotel or our establishment? I, 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 I always I, I beg to differ. I don't think we do a good job. I don't think we do a good enough job to do that. When I was on property, I don't think I did a good job of doing it. And now that I'm off property, I can see, you know, kind of a, you know, I'm a, a, I don't know what is that. 360-degree view, I can look and see what I was doing wrong and where I should have applied myself more. Um, and that was one of the, that was, that's, that's one of the, the places I would apply myself more with taking the information and making sure that, uh, you know, our guests were getting information about our hotel. I, I would have been flooding them with information, right? I don't think we do that enough. I mean, we would do email blasts and things like that. But how do we find brand advocates? I mean, would would a brand advocate or would would a would a guest want to come on a live show and talk about, you know, why he or she loves that particular hotel or brand? If you identify those people, what's wrong with asking them to do that? I don't think it's against the rules, not against the law, right? If he or she is willing to do it, as long as they're not a kid, I mean, they're adult, they've been staying at your hotel, why not ask them to to, to, you know, I do this live show every week. Would you be willing? Because I, I know you stay here on Thursdays. I do the show on Thursday. Would you be willing to come, you know, at your convenience um, and, and talk a little bit about your stay or why you stay in this particular area? I don't think it's against the rules. It's not, it's not against the rules. So we need to make up our own rules when it comes to stuff like that. It's about branding. It's about exposure. It's about getting your information out there to people that will go and talk to other people about it in a great way, in a good way, right? Of course, you, you know, there's always going to be the people that don't like your hotel, but we're not talking about those people. We're talking about the people that love your hotel. Those are the brand advocates that we want. So there you go. So I'll just tell you what a brand advocate is to me. Hotel brand advocate is a guest or an, or an employee of a business who proactively shares info about your hotel to their networks via social media, word of mouth, email, or through content without any incentive other than their love for the brand. That's it. Keep it simple. Um, I mean, and that's it. I mean, that's, that's about all I have to say today. Um, how is your brand? Okay, I got four other questions I have to ask. I ask these questions all the time. How is your professional, or did I say that already? No, I didn't. How is your professional brand or personal brand staying relevant? I was about to say, but I said I was at the end. And um, I said, this is going pretty quick. Remember I said that? So number one, how's your professional or personal brand staying relevant? What are you doing to stay relevant? And that's for yourself or that's for your brand, your, your hotel, your restaurant. What are you doing to stay relevant? Are you doing things on social media? Are you doing things in a paper? Are you on a radio show? What are you doing? I mean, ask yourself that question. I hear crickets. Uh Number two, knowing what you know now, is there anything that you're doing differently? Anything that you're doing differently? Oh, that's the wrong one. Is anything that you're doing differently? 
Number three, have you connected with anyone new lately? Anyone new or anyone old? Because, you know, during COVID, we had lost contact with people. People had, you know, stopped working or whatever. So um, we need to make sure we follow up with those people. And the last one, what has this situation taught you, this whole COVID thing? What has it taught you? Hopefully it taught you to to communicate more and and to stay in touch with people. So there you go. But that's about it. That's what I have today, uh, my four Ps, purpose, know your why, people, be a leader, be inclusive, passion, either you have it or you don't, and perseverance, be consistent, continue to evolve, don't give up and swerve when you need to. So that is it for On Air with Russell of Hotels. I just want to you know, leave you with one thing here. And, you know, when you're doing things yourself, you kind of all over the place sometimes. But you guys have a great week. It's Taco Tuesday, so make sure you have a have some tacos. Uh, I'm all about the non-meat eats. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to have today, but it's going to be something. It's going to be good. Uh, but I'll let you know because uh, I always like to share what I have, right? <laughs> but once again, thank you so much for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. We're on every Tuesday at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So in any questions at all, please feel free to hit me up at Russell at RussellofHotels.com. Lonnie Wolf, thank you so much. Now, I appreciate everyone that comes on and talks and, and have something to say. So you guys take care. joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.